I don't see anything about, oh, yes, Joey's recording the call. <laughs> Love it. So, Johnny, uh, welcome to the first. How you been? This is the first video call. I'm good, man. I've been great. How you been? I've been absolutely great. Hibernating and then hibernating for some more. But, you know, twists and turns. How long, uh, how long have you been on, uh, what, what I don't even know what you call it, social distancing? Is it still social distancing if the government makes you do it? I don't know. I don't know if the government makes you anything, do anything. It's not what they call it, but whatever. Um, that's a whole other topic. We could dive into conspiracies and shit. <laughs> I, I saw a meme that was like the Trojan horse and it was like new police state, first world order type shit. And it's like, we need to do this for, uh, to prevent this pandemic from going on. But you know, how long have you world. been, uh, how long have you been locked down for I've been working from home since last Friday at like three o'clock. So mm. Thursday we had a team meeting uh, and it was like, yeah, you guys are going to take your PCs home. And apparently this job that you're not supposed to do from home is now being done from home. So. And where are you? You're out east, right? Huh? You're out east, right? Yes. Yeah. Okay. So, so I, like, I know in, in Ontario, we just like. I don't know. We we went from um, oh my God, what's the most charitable way to put this? We went from nothing is wrong like two weeks ago to everybody has to stay home. No one can go to like anywhere that's not the grocery store or the doctor, basically. In the last like yeah, yeah in the last like four days. Wow. Okay. See us. It started pretty much yeah around the same time. Government ordered, but. I was pleasantly surprised to see my organization doing like quick steps towards avoiding the office. That's fucking huge. That's, that's good, man. I know like I work for, uh, like I work for the federal government and I know they're trying to protect us, but there's just so much bureaucracy. It's hard for them to really make like a big move for like a building like ours. So yeah. I, was, I was happy to see they allowed us to work from home, but I'll say this. If, if like it's only going to get worse or harder from here, I'm going to go fucking nuts because as much as I, you know, love hanging out with my girlfriend and my dog, I don't know if I can do it for like four or five weeks <laughs> without having like a fucking breakdown. <laughs> I have a coworker who said like, look, expect this to be eight weeks. Like straight time. up because it's two weeks of flattening the curve. But after that, everybody's coming back. Everybody's still traveling. Like, so I have a buddy who got that from Thailand overnight yesterday. What? Like, overnight? Yeah. Did they? Yeah. What did they do? Take his temperature or something, or nothing at all? I I haven't chatted with him, but he seems to be back in New Brunswick. So yesterday at some point he was at Pearson, and he's flying from Thailand. So. Oh my God. He's been okay, flying so for what? Twenty-four hours. Yeah, and... like, and then he just gets off, and I like I've heard obviously everyone's heard like the the. I don't want to call them rumors, but heard like the stories about how at Pearson, especially there's no like extra screening. Everyone's just kind of walking through on a touch screen and like tapping. I feel fine. No fever, no cough. I'm just rolling through. They don't want to get quarantined or locked up. So I would probably do the same thing, unfortunately, but. I mean, now we're forced to do it, right? Like some, uh, some real, real isolation. It's so weird. Cause I've, been battling this whole thing like what do I really want to do is this work what I need to do is this 
And I was like, I'm in a position where I've got that much more time to think about it. I still got to work, but I'm lucky I still have a job. I can still do it because a lot of people right now are shit out of luck. Like, Yeah, yeah. The thing I've been telling my friends, um, ho- hopefully the Fed doesn't hear this, but even if they do, I don't think anyone would disagree with it. They all ask me the same thing when it comes to working from home. And they ask, like, how busy are you really? And I always say, I'm busier than I thought I was going to be, but uh, less busy than I'm getting paid to be, which is like the whole working from home equation. It's good. You know, there's a nice yeah. balance there. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, okay. Us, 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 we do, anyways. No, the, the, the thing I was... Um, so the reason I want to do all these like little fucking 20 minute hits is because one, I'm going crazy, like I said, and two, uh, I think you guys are probably going nuts too. So I want to know like, what the hell are people doing to stay sane all over the country? Cause I know, like, I know you a little bit, you got like a, a yeah. diverse set of interests and you got the, yeah. the position thing going, but you can't really do a lot of that stuff now. So what are you doing to stay sane? Well, I've. So the music stuff is kind of taking a back. See, I was supposed to be in St. John's, New Brunswick tonight for some training, some grant thing where it's like, oh, you go there and they explain to you, like, if you're an artist and you want to commodify your art, you want to become full time, how do you do that? And that was the training I was supposed to get every weekend for the next eight weeks. And right now that's been postponed. So I'm like not really able to focus on the music. So I've been cooking a lot. Uh having a couple beers every night picked up my parents dog going for hikes with a girlfriend you know like <laughs> netflix i'm really like out of body dissociating just to get my mind off of things really like what what uh what what's the trail uh the trail uh scene like over there i know like for us I live in like a uh, you know a suburban neighborhood, so I got like a lot of sidewalk track to take my dog on. But even right now, I'm watching him, and we couldn't start at the time we wanted to because I have to make sure this guy is not like waiting to go outside. He he can see a squirrel yeah. in the tree. He's been cooped up now, right? He hasn't been to like a yeah. field in in a week now. Um, yeah. So wh- where are you guys going for trails? Like I, I know um there's another Oshkor who I've known for a few years, Melissa, who lives out east too, and she was saying that uh, she takes her dog a lot of places off the water, but uh i don't know if you guys have that same option do you so waters the ocean is about 20 minutes away what at this at this time of year like i don't really go out there i'll mostly go to the bay of fundy which is a little while longer to drive it's like 45 minutes to an hour the girlfriend and i went to a park a little north of town last weekend so pretty much 15 minutes any direction we'll be in the woods and there'll be some trails the weekend before that, we went to Hopewell Rocks, which is like a 25-minute drive. So that's, that's not nature 25 minutes, close, all right. Which is, yeah, it's everything's closed. So, what about? Takes, uh, let me let me ask you this. So you're you think it's going to be about eight weeks? I bet you that's like the least it goes. So what are you going to do when it comes to like consumption of stuff? Because like I know for me, I listen to a lot of podcasts, watch a lot of like YouTube videos. But I don't know if I have eight weeks worth of shit. So do you have any recommendations for someone in my shoes who's like, you know, uh, tucked away in their house for the next two months? If you don't watch Kenny Beats, The Cave. I love Kenny Beats, man. Love Kenny Beats. The Cave is great. Uh, so you obviously know about that. Um, I've been watching Shameless over the winter. So now it just gives me an extra eight weeks, I guess, to 
polish <laughs> off a couple more seasons of that. My um, uh, my fiance is a big Shameless uh, fan, and I, I haven't watched that much of it, but I'll say the stuff I've seen, it's a good show. I wish I'd gotten into oh, that yeah. a bit more, but hilarious, hilarious. That's um, that's William H Macy, and uh, I forget the girl's name, but she left the show recently, right? The lead uh, B dog on the female side. I am not sure. I'm at season three. Oh, I don't so want to ruin it for you. I, don't want to ruin it for I'll you. It. <laughs> yeah, I, I was thinking. Um, talking to a few buddies of mine the other day about like all the stuff I've wanted to do for the last like especially like two years or you know a year and a half where you kind of like come into your own at work you don't really have any like uh external stressors you're doing like for if you're me you do a little bit of volunteer work and shit like that but stuff I've been wanting to do as far as like skill acquisition I've always wanted to do the coding thing and I know you're into like the the that side of the uh that side of the world. So what, what's uh, a good resource for a guy like me who wants to start maybe thinking about something like that? This is like a free tip uh, from John the box. <laughs> okay. Um, for all your office workers out there, anybody that does, you know, typical office work without the aid of programming Python for the office worker. I'm pretty sure it's a free PDF online. So it'll teach you how to, automate like you already probably know a bit of programming if you do excel sheets right yeah it'll teach you how to do that but like on the level of your computer using a simple language of scripting so it's like oh when i get emails from this person i would like to do this with them or like all the emails that have status report i want to automatically send that to this person at this time this week with everything I've done and this will, will this book will help you do those little things how long uh do you think your beard's going to be by the time we're out of this lockdown because I'm just starting to notice here that you've got quite a growth there and I can't imagine yeah. you're going to shave it in the next little while because it's not really something you do when you're in quarantine and shave your facial hair so what are you thinking like okay. it, how, how long is that now that's got to be if you stretch it out that's like and the hair is growing long too. I, I think no. Oshiga had a mustache, maybe. I can't you did remember. have a mustache. You had a mustache, yeah. Right. So this is. I haven't shaved my face, I think, since August. Get the fuck out of here! Oh my god. Yeah, I've, I've had a few trims. I've had a couple of haircuts, but otherwise, it's. I'm not really touching it. I'm chilling. I'm I'm envious of that uh, that growth. Like I'm still growing mine. Like I'm prepubescent. Since oh, <laughs> yeah, since yeah, oh, yeah. I haven't shaved since then. There's good and bad about that, but I can't. I'll never grow that fucking thing. That's for sure. What do you? Uh, hey, so you yeah. you're are you a Kenny Beats guy? I didn't know that. Are you are you listening to the Denzel? Uh, um, I don't even know what you call that. That little release they a did lot. a couple weeks ago. A little, I'll call it an album. Fucking lots sick. of lots of twenty minutes album lately. Uh, Alchemist and Boldy James. That's another very good one. I gotta look that uh, up. The, the Price of Tea in China. That's a very good album. So, yeah. But those 20 Minutes album, he, Kenny Beats did that with uh, Vince Staples. He did it with Freddie Gibbs. He did it with Denzel. He did it with Rico. All these, like, 20-minute projects that are so good, right? Didn't, like, didn't love the Rico Nasty one, but the other ones I need to look up. I'm a big Denzel Curry fan. I didn't even really know that much about it before last year's festival, but... Seeing them I, I, live. Think, I think we 
first met after that set. I was yeah. getting out of the pit at Denzel, yeah. and I hear bit, like, that, that thing was a bit nuts. That show was a bit nuts. We were at the picnic tables at the back, and actually Phil and I were looking at each other like, man, if I was – I don't, like, I don't know how nuts I'd have to be to get into that crowd of people, but there was a fucking mosh near the front of that set. It was good, though. It was a good set. He's He was I'm, super high energy for an afternoon set. I'm 23, and I was scared of the people. Like, I felt <laughs> a little in there. I was like, this is crazy. These kids are going hard. I called them kids in my head. I was like, these kids are going hard. <laughs> good for them. Like it right. Yeah. That's a uh, that's an act I I want to kind of see again at like a smaller venue. I I don't know like what oh, the wait. deal with Kenny Beats is, but I I wish I'd known about this guy two years ago or a year ago. Um. So Kenny Beats is actually Loud Pack. Loud Pack. Is that's Loud Pack? He's half of Loud Pack. Get yeah. the fuck out of here! Are you serious? Yeah. Loud yeah. Pack is great. So in 2010, 2011, Kenny was like selling beats. He was from Boston because he went to the Musicians Institute or whatever out there. And, and apparently he was selling beats to like, uh, he has a couple TDE uh, placements early. And then his buddy was like, yo, we can DJ and make money off of this. And then he went off, did that for five years, six years. And then it was like, fuck it, I want to do what I want to do. And then that's produced hip hop. And then went to LA and then these past two, three years, he's been going as Kenny Beats. That's kind of how that happened. I had no idea. Loud Pack. Fact for that. Man, that's a fucking big find. I don't know how I didn't know that. The the only like similar, um, <laughs> and like this guy's not even close as big as Kenny Beats, but Getter, who's like a fair sized EDM yeah, artist, yeah. does. He's, uh, yeah, he's Tara Reed. So he does a lot of rap. Uh, I would say it's like bordering. The lyrics, especially like bordering on like Necro and Ill Bill, very close. Like okay. pretty, pretty like raunchy stuff, but it's good. He's a good, good beat maker, a good producer, and he's not bad uh, on the mic either. How did you find out about uh, Kenny Beats being in Loud Pack? You just knew that before? Because you don't, I don't think you're an EDM guy, are you? I've been an EDM guy. I've been like in and out. I've been observing it for a long time, but um, I think it's mostly due to my obsession with production. So like, I go into the like Kenny Beats videos and interviews that aren't really released by him, um, and yeah, they, I think he mentioned it in a DJ Booth article, or there's a DJ Booth article about him. I'm that's great. You want content and you don't want to listen or watch it? Go read DJ Booth articles. They're fucking great. They're awesome. Yeah, the, the thing that turned me on to him last year was. Um... Uh, it was actually your Instagram story, I think. You put you put up the um, there's that one song with JPEG Mafia, maybe called Puff Daddy or something. Yeah, great beat. I heard that beat for the first time. I thought this is like nothing I've ever heard before with like the the bells or whatever that is. Like burp, yeah. burp, burp. that's so good, so good. And then yeah. at the the weekend of Oshiega, I was shown to Phil before we hit the park, and I was saying this is the guy we should see today. And we put on the uh, it was the Kenny and Denzel Curry. I don't, I don't know what you would even call that, but they did like uh whatever. He makes the beat and then Denzel gets on the, the mic cave, for a bit. Yeah. Is that the cave? Yeah. That's the cave, yeah. Yeah, that's the cave. See, yeah. I didn't know that's what it was at the time. And oh fuck. Well, like, that's when they made unlock too. That's when really? they made unlock. Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. Cool. It's the way he works and his mentality of don't overthink shit 
is something I've been trying to apply to my own art lately because, yeah, you tend, as an artist, you tend to look at the details a lot and then be very focused on the little things that some people might not hear. Whereas the point is to get heard, right? That's the, that's the point. So what, so what's, you uh, what's your, like, so you're, you've mentioned it a few times, like I know a bit about it because I have you on Instagram, but like, what are you, what are you up to as far as like your art and your, your, um, you know, your, your musical inclinations? You want to talk about that yeah. a bit? Uh, so, so far right now, I've got most seven songs. The the, the EP, I, I think I told you last summer, I was going to release that summer is now slated for this year. And then most of the songs are actually finally done or mostly, mostly done. Um, I'm doing this eight week thing that's eventually going to start in St. John. Start working on the marketing and the release plan there. And it's a matter of months and putting a little more time in and it's coming, so follow me at John the Box. And, uh, <laughs> you'll see that eventually. You're not supposed to plug it till the end. We got three more minutes for us to plug your Instagram. Ah, we'll plug it in right now. We'll plug it in again. We'll plug it in again once more just to drive the message home. Give me uh, three books you're going to read or try and read over the next, let's say, three months. Oh, I don't read as much as I would like. Um I started uh, the music business, the basically the Bible of the music business uh, back in uh, January. I haven't read it since I was on the beach. So hopefully finish that book. Um, then maybe get into some fiction. I don't know what, but I, I don't even have a list of books for you. I'll be honest. Okay. Uh, books, but. Let's, uh, let's go this way then. A uh, controversial topic, polarizing album, the new Kanye release. I say new, but it's uh, probably six months old now or five months old. Yay. Yeah, yeah. Nay. Nay, I listened to it once. I was like, what? Garbage. What? what? Why do you say that? Have you ever heard any other artist get the clips and then Kenny G? Kenny fucking G? What has that guy been doing? He's been, on, he's been in social distancing for the last 10 years, man. That was the only song that actually caught my ear now that you mentioned that that's a good because fucking the thing about it is that it felt like all these ideas and like the life of pablo for example felt like all these ideas but it's at least it still tried like kind of made sense and felt polished in a way and yay and kids see ghosts happened really fast but it still felt like an idea and cohesive i feel like he was doing so many things we were supposed to get yandi we were supposed to get this that and then this wasn't maybe i only listened to it once and i missed it and i didn't feel it the first time i could go back to it maybe when his next album comes out and i don't like that one i'll go back to this one and then be like oh this is awesome this new one sucks i find i often am like that with kanye i like won't his old shit won't click until his next shit the uh the best album that came out in that whole sort of round of albums that he did one with pusha one with nas his own and i think kids see ghosts came out around the same time right i think there was yeah. four of them yeah the, the best one yeah, he did was the, the one Taylor one. Oh yeah yeah that's right that's right the, the Nas one was the best one, I think, front to back. That had the best best beats, 
Nas, obviously, unbelievable lyricist, an all-timer. Never have to worry about that guy behind the mic. I thought that was the best project he did. The, the Pusha T one was okay, but I'm not really into See, the I, whole drug rap I, thing, I st- if I can avoid it. I still listen to the Pusha one. You like that one, eh? I love that one. That was a good one. Come I, back, babe. That's a great song. Is that off the Nas one? I haven't, like, sessioned push, that one. That's Pusha T. It's, uh, he, the guy's talking about uh, methadone in the beginning of the song possible i'm uh i'm drawing a blank right now <laughs> you're out of the loop johnny it's oh, been yeah. good talking to you uh yes, your, your 20 is up we're going to the next 20 next uh if people want to follow you they got john the box on instagram are you on spotify you have any tracks on spotify i don't have anything there yet but it'll definitely be in the link in the bio eventually i have some <laughs> on soundcloud right now which is a little demo of the closing track of my project that's the last thing i put up it's uh in my bio, John the Box, J-O-N-G-A-B-O-X. We'll fucking put so, it in yeah. the video show notes. That's it, buddy. You're Thank done. You. I'm gonna hold on. I Don't leave yet. You. Don't leave yet. I'm gonna stop recording. Second one in the last ten minutes. We got Shannon on the line. Shannon, how are you? I'm good, thank you. How are you? I'm very well. I'm uh, socially distancing, self-isolating, self-quarantining, and trying to stay sane. What are you doing to stay sane? You got to be in the same boat, right? Well, yeah. I mean, my office sent everyone to work from home as of last Friday, so it's finally Friday. Um, (laughs) Honestly, uh, when I was a kid, I wasn't allowed to watch Survivor. So my boyfriend has introduced me to the wonderful world of Survivor. And we've been watching, we've been binging the best seasons throughout the week. And this weekend, it's going to be mostly gaming, um, trying to do video chats with friends and try and game with them that way. Uh, Trying to stay as socially connected as possible while being socially distant. Distant, very distant. What games are you playing? Yeah. I'm a gamer myself, so I'm interested in hearing what everyone else is uh, getting on the sticks to get on. <laughs> um, I'm still really into Assassin's Creed Odyssey. It's one of my favorite games I've played recently. I love the whole choose-your-own-adventure. I love the RPG. I love that I can play as a female protagonist. I love that I'm a bisexual in ancient Greece. It has everything. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't played that one. I did play, like, the old Assassin's Creed for, like, Xbox 360, maybe, like, AC2 or something like that, but I haven't played it since then, I don't think. Good game, I'm sure. That 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 franchise doesn't do any wrong. So, yeah. Um, what what what? Uh, I I guess I should ask since I asked John this too. What else are you doing as far as like getting in touch with your friends and like trying to stay connected? Like you said, you mentioned video chatting. I know for me, I have like elderly grandparents who actually don't live super far from my house, but I can't mm-hmm. go see them. So I can't video chat with them. I can't game with them. I call them on the phone. They don't love the whole flu thing, obviously. Uh, what else yeah. are you doing to keep in touch with people who can't like get with you on the the whole electronic communication thing? So I have that kind of same thing. Uh, my parents live uh, on the East Coast. So I live in Montreal and they live in the Gas Bay, which is a 10 hour drive. So to talk to them it's basically on the calls and we also have a family group chat on whatsapp so we're all sending each other pictures i send pictures of my cat they send me pictures of their suppers um my parents are decently technologically savvy so that's how we're working with that my nana sends me messages on facebook messenger um so for me being away from family it's just kind of a normal everyday thing it's more my local friends that i have the the harder time with are they uh, are they adhering to the uh, social distancing thing? I know I've seen pictures of um, 
I want to say like Boston, California, not too, too recently, but in the last week at least, where people are going to like St. Patrick's Day for parties, uh, out to bars and stuff and going to concerts. There's that one video from Nashville that seems to have gotten some traction of like, you know, a bunch of people and the tweet is like Nashville is undefeated. And I just, it blows me away. People are still doing this. Are your friends like on deck with the social distancing thing or no? Absolutely. Uh, like in our main like friend group chat, um, someone sent the video. It's the same concept. Like all these kids who went to Florida for spring break because they didn't want to cancel. And this guy's like, if I get Corona, I get Corona. And, he's like, dude, dude. and you look at the beach and it's like fucking ants on a hill. It's gross. And my friends are really just like, no, we'd rather not get anyone sick. It's more that it's not that we can get sick ourselves. It's more the guilt of if we make someone who is older or who is immunocompromised come down with a virus, could we live with ourselves? Probably not. There's enough measures in place that we can easily do our stuff from home. We can hang out with our friends remotely. So why take that risk? Isn't it nice, too, that uh, you don't really, like, I, you know, I can't see your bottom half. You can't see my bottom half. Uh, I could be wearing no pants. I thought about wearing, like, a certain tie this morning for my conference <laughs> call and just no pants, maybe standing up a bit too early or something like that. I didn't do it. Maybe next week or, like, the third week when my sanity is really fleeting, I might try something to keep myself interested. But uh, until then, I, I actually don't mind this whole thing. I got to say, the, the only thing I'm worried about is if it goes long, uh, my dog mm-hmm. will probably go nuts. Um, I know, uh, for me, I'd rather not be cooped up inside as soon as it starts to get, uh, starts to get warm though. It seems like the way this, uh, the, the infection curve is going, we'll probably have another few tough weeks in front of us, but I don't want to talk about it too much. So let's, um, let's, let's transition to what, um, what media, what music, what books, what podcasts, what are you consuming to stay sane for the next undefined amount of time? <laughs> so I... One of the things I do when I kill time, make playlists. Um, so I have all kinds of different playlists. I still have my Oceaga 2020 playlist that I have kind of toned down my listening to. It's more like cautious optimism at this point. <laughs> um, I'm definitely into podcasts. Uh, I'm really into Race Chaser, which is a podcast uh, about RuPaul's Drag Race, uh, which is currently airing its 12th season. Um, and it's, <laughs> <laughs> it's by two of the past contestants of the show. It's really fun. Um, Reply All is a great podcast also for internet culture, all that nerdy stuff. Um, yeah, I mean, lots of music, lots of podcasts. And as I mentioned earlier, gaming, Survivor. Uh, I'm less of a reader, admittedly. Uh, I just don't have the attention span to keep on a single book at this time. <laughs> I don't think anybody uh, under like 40 is doing a lot of reading. I know I wish I did more, probably much like you, but I just don't have the attention span either. And also like there's too much going on all the time. I, I We're probably raised in the same sort of environment where the internet sort of came to maturity. And so now I, I never look at the same thing for more than an hour or two if I can avoid it, whether it's uh, something I'm listening to, something I'm watching. I will say this. Um, you mentioned RuPaul's Drag Race. Yeah. I'm not a big I'm not a big fan, but my fiance loves it, and so it's on here once in a blue moon. She hasn't been watching it lately. She's been on okay. uh, the Real Housewives or Desperate Housewives or whatever. These there's like a hundred <laughs> sets of uh, middle-aged women who spend the whole hour drunk or crying or both, and uh, they're making a fortune off of this. It's good TV, I have to say. If you if you enjoy a good car crash on TV, this is what you want to be watching. That's why I'm watching Survivor. <laughs> <laughs> what's the i've only watched one season of survivor i only watched the first one where the uh it was richard and um oh my god that old man who i think just recently passed away but i can't remember oh, his rudy. name rudy. rudy yeah yeah are you have you watched that season 
I haven't watched that season, but I know of the like the key players in it. Uh, so the recent one I watched was season seven. And if you want to watch a really lit season of Survivor, that one has it all. It has like a horrible villain. It has like a very lovable hero. It has lots of like hilarious little side characters, and it's it's really a lot of fun. So I would recommend that. Um, it's same concept as. Real Housewives, I guess. I mean, mine is being drunk and crying. They're crying and trying to survive in the wilderness. Not that anybody has like a, a bingo card out for these video podcasts, but if you had on your bingo card someone calling Survivor lit, you just were able to fill a very difficult square to fill. Uh, so good for <laughs> Hopefully you're able to, to collect the jackpot from whatever whatever guy's uh, holding the cards at the end of the day. What are you drinking there? What's that little red concoction you got? Ah, uh, this is a honey brown. Uh, so I don't know. I feel like they must sell this in Ontario, but if they don't, it's a locally brewed Montreal beer that is dirt cheap in every depener. A six pack is like nine bucks, and there's it's a really good. There's uh, not far from where I live, but half an hour from where I live, there's a Sleeman plant. Oh, nice. Okay, yeah, so yeah. I wasn't sure so, if it was available. I'm never sure what's Quebec exclusive and what's not, because you guys have a lot of really cool like mixed drinks and beers in Ontario that we don't get here. We just got Bose. So. Mm. Really? Yeah. I'm drinking, I'm drinking a Cause and Effect by Nickelbrook. Okay. A bit nice. of cat, Is that in Northern cat, Ontario? Uh, it's a good question. I wish I knew. I wish I knew. <laughs> There's um only run, one brewery I've been like trying to patronize the last little while. It's uh, Collective Arts. It's on the waterfront in Hamilton. Really nice. We went there a little while ago for a birthday party. They have like a little um, setup where like a Super Nintendo is projected onto a wall. There's nice. uh, cornhole, pool, foosball little bit of food and of course uh a lot of good beer and they, they always do a good job with the service and stuff so i, I recommend that if anyone's from hamilton you want to go check it out um definitely worth your worth your time and and as always especially in times like these support local businesses are you like uh are you working on getting like uber eats more now that you're stuck at home trying to help uh the local guys out or what um less so on the uber eats train more so of home cooking i've got a beef stew in the crock pot today um but i haven't taken the metro or the bus in almost a week um i'm just patronizing all my local pharmacies local grocery stores um i got a tattoo yesterday that was booked before everything happened uh but that was at a local shop as well um and i'm in community groups on facebook and i can see that a lot of local businesses are just struggling and trying to find their ways to kind of reach their clientele without forcing their clientele to come in to them and if this continues to go on which it seems it will be uh for the next few weeks we haven't shut down non-essential services yet but i think that might be next in quebec unfortunately i think some of these local businesses are really going to suffer from that what uh what services do you guys have shut down i know in ontario i was just saying to john before you got on that we have most of our stuff still running only recently we started to take measures as far as like public transit so we don't have a metro but our bus system now is free and they're asking uh, oh. riders riders to get on the back door they don't want you going near the driver so okay. yeah so we just took that measure i would imagine the next week or so we'll probably shut down all the non-essentials again we'll throw up the rabbit ears because mm-hmm. uh very much up for debate what is essential and what is not during a pandemic it's not a snowstorm guys it's a plague and so we want to be safe uh what do you guys have still running over there so our premier thank god he confirmed today that our our SAQ, the alcohol store, yes. will remain open for the foreseeable future, just at reduced hours. Yeah. <laughs> so that was like drama yesterday because they thought the SAQ was going to close. I think in PEI they announced it actually closed. People yes. lost it. And then the premier was like, yeah, no, it's not going to close. 
So here, um, the SAQ is still open at reduced hours, so everything's only open from 10 to 6 every day. Um, the main things that have closed are all live events have been canceled. So I was supposed to see the Glorious Sons and Grandson this month, and both, uh. of, the, <laughs> both of those have been postponed, which sucks, but also postponed doesn't mean canceled, so I'll see them later. And um, what else? Uh, the gyms have been closed. Pretty much anything run by the municipality uh, was closed, so museums um gyms all that stuff libraries all that is closed down but most most stores uh, are still open so most pharmacies most um most grocery stores uh it's really like clothing retailers and stuff that have been hit the hardest i feel like that's kind of like a wave with like the apple store and sephora saying that they're closing and all the other like mall stores kind of have to follow suit otherwise it's going to be negative brand perception for them right there's some, uh, yeah, some stuff here that's still open. I, I'm waiting for our grocers to do this thing that I think is overdue. And honestly, I'm not, uh, I'm not sure why most stores don't just do this anyway, especially during the week. Because mm-hmm. if you have older grandparents, like I know every other Friday, usually I'm off work and I take my Nona shopping, and she's got you know three or four flyers that she wants to hit. You know, we gotta go to La Cocos, <laughs> Fortinos. Okay, Nona, no problem. You know, the, the stores that I've seen, uh, maybe where you guys are, but for sure in the States, they're doing the first hour for the elderly yes. and vulnerable, right? So I'm waiting to see that. Yep. Are you guys doing that over there? I think Shoppers is doing that. Mm. I think Shoppers is doing that. I I want to say another store in my neighborhood has done that, but I can't confirm. Um, but I think that was kind of something that actually gained traction from social media. I saw a few people sharing it on Instagram and tagging different stores. So I, I know that I saw a post that Shoppers is doing that but I'm not sure about other places, but it is something that I hope catches on. Shoppers also is announcing uh, that they're extending for that first hour they're open, the senior discount. So usually that's only Thursdays. It's only one day a week, but Mm. now it will be that one day a week as well as the first hour that it's open that is reserved for seniors and um, disabled people. Are you concerned about uh, the number of rolls of toilet paper you have available to you for the next (laughs) little while or no? No. You're not. No, I'm not. Okay. Uh, we okay. we we had already bought a pack, and then once we saw it starting to fly off the shelves, we're like, okay, we're gonna buy one more pack. We're not gonna go crazy. <laughs> we're gonna buy one, and we did that, and I think we're good. But our our store shelves are surprisingly pretty okay. The trend I've noticed in Montreal is that it's really places like Costco that are out of stock, but the local grocers are pretty okay. A, a buddy of mine was just saying the exact same thing that there's stories yeah. in the press and on Twitter and Facebook wherever you look about toilet paper and other, um, uh, not that I would call toilet paper an essential to be honest, but we don't have time to get into this whole discussion about why the only, fuck people are so worried about this. Toilet paper is not essential. <laughs> I, I mean, you need it, but like, do I need a skid of it? I don't need a skid. How much do I need? I don't know. Anyway, so that I, I have a buddy who went to um, an Eastern European grocer, small uh, chain, Denninger's, mm-hmm. and uh, he was telling me the other day, shelves are full. They got meat, vegetables, bread, whatever you want uh, at reasonable prices, but no one's going there because they don't have this other stuff that everyone's looking for, right? Soap and toilet paper and all that other, uh, you know, apocalyptic uh, supply, um, yeah. apocalyptic supply needs, right? Which is ridiculous, but hey man, if you if you like good food, there's places to get it. And probably also you could do a better job supporting local businesses and smaller businesses going to those spots than Fortino's, Loblaws, whatever. I did see Loblaws today is putting, um, Oh my God, what are they? Like the plexiglass uh, covers in front of their cashiers. I saw that too. And I'm like, <laughs> how much is that really going to help? I don't know, but good for them. 
I guess, I guess. some measure is better than no measure. I guess, I guess. <laughs> so, okay, what are you uh, what are you listening to for music then? If you're not listening to your Oshpod list, again, cautious optimism, I'll throw up the cross fingers. <laughs> um, uh, what are you listening to? There's been a lot of like decent music releases the last three or four months that now finally I feel like I'm going to be able to catch up on. So what's on your yeah. like next on deck list? Um, I really loved uh, Halsey's new album. She was someone I was hoping was going to come to Osh. Uh, wasn't announced, but regardless, uh, still a big fan of the album. Um, listening to a lot of Grandson. Uh, actually, one that I, one band that I discovered from the Oceaga lineup that I really love is Inhaler. So I believe they're an Australian indie rock band. I think they're a lot of fun, and I can't wait to see them, hopefully. <laughs> oh, my God. Fingers crossed. Did you see the Oceaga post today about uh, not ready to cancel yet? Yeah. I saw my sister sent it to me, and she's like, it's not canceled yet. <laughs> it's far enough away, luckily, but I think, unfortunately, if it gets if anything happens, it won't get postponed. It'll just get canceled. Yeah, it will for sure. It will for sure, yeah. which sucks because that's like my favorite time of the year. And I think they do a lot of good work in the lead up to that, getting the park ready and all that stuff. Logistically, it's oh, yeah. probably a big ask. Oh, yeah. I mean, I didn't go last year. I went the year before. So I'm really excited to kind of have the return to the OG site that it was the first few yeah. times I went. Can't wait to have these two stages side by side again. <laughs> yeah, you're missing out on that, the old site for sure. Yeah. The, um, the other thing I asked John was, yes. you know, as far as uh, getting outside, because I think we have probably, you know, if you're anything like me, it, I don't know if you have a dog or whatever, maybe you like going for walks and stuff. There's no trails near me. I have to like go somewhere to get the trails. And so okay. now I'm kind of on the fence about whether or not I should be driving to these places, taking my dog there, my girlfriend there. What what should I be doing? Are you guys over there in um, in, in, in the QC uh, are you guys thinking about like how to stop yourself from getting cabin fever? Cause it's only a matter of time, right? You can only stay inside so long. The weather's about to get nice. You're going to want to be out. So where are you going to keep yourself sane? hundred percent. Um, I'm honestly staying local. Um, so I'm lucky enough that I live right near a dog park. So anytime I want, I can kind of just leave, go sit in the park, watch the dogs for a bit. Nice. Um, and my neighborhood's nice enough to walk around. Uh, I usually get like a good amount of walking, just getting my errands done. So Getting that fresh air during the day really helps. Uh, sometimes just going for a walk around the block. Um, I'm lucky enough to live in a place where it's nice enough to walk, so I'm cool with that. Yeah. Are you uh, Are you worried at all about your? And this is something that's really only come to me in the last little while. Okay, and yeah. you're the first person I've admitted this to. Okay, Shannon. So take it <laughs> easy on me. It's okay. It's come. To, it's come to my immediate consciousness here in the last bit that chances are I'm gonna have to give myself the next haircut that I get. So have you considered this uh, in the last little while? I, I messaged my barber last night. I said, hey, I hope you guys are doing well, you and your family. He said, you too. He shut his, his door six days ago. We both okay. agree that there's some prolonged period of time coming up here where there's not going to be barbers available. So have you considered what your next haircut is going to look like and who's going to give it to you, more importantly? A thousand percent. <laughs> um because I actually have a haircut booked on April 18th. Ooh. My salon has announced, <laughs> they've announced that this week they're closed for the week, but I have a feeling it's going to prolong. So I'm, I'm less worried about my length because I want to grow up my length, but I do have an undercut, which is already driving me bonkers. So, Tough to maintain that. Yeah, exactly. All these post-apocalyptic movies were absolute lies. They all have cool <laughs> shaved sides. That's not what real life with an undercut is. It looks cool for two weeks and then it's itchy as hell. 
There's a uh, my barber always says that uh, the undercut and the hard line, the hard part line, has been the best thing for business for oh, barbers yeah. in the last 20 years because you got to come back every two weeks just to get this exactly. line cut back in. I don't know. This is incredible. Who's got money for this? Like we're we're all. I thought we were all going broke as millennials, and now you're telling me that everyone's coming for a haircut every two weeks for a line. I don't know. If you, give me some of that wealth, I guess. Where's mine? I'll let you're you never too broke line. to look fabulous. That's true. Uh, you do wear your hair every day, right? The other thing I was thinking about to, uh, yesterday was, you know, the Nike and Adidas uh, summer sale is usually in like mm-hmm. February, January, February. So I bought like a couple pairs of shoes this year. Where am I going to wear them? I can't even wear them outside. I have these pairs of shoes now. By the time I put them on, it's going to be too late. We're all going to have the flu. No one's going to be going outside anywhere. I mean... There's nothing stopping you from wearing them in the house because they're brand new. They're not going to dirty your floors. And yeah, no, one no one sees them. No one sees them. We want to show them off. That's the whole point of getting shoes. Especially I got like the shoes with like the iridescent stripes on them. Like that's what I want to fucking wear. I don't want to fucking wear my, my Sperry's outside. I don't want to wear those. I don't know. You're going to have to find a way to integrate full body shots into your podcast then. <laughs> I know. Fuck. I'll start doing, uh, I'll start doing like the, the episodes with the, the full mirror shot, but whatever. I'll, that's something to consider down the road. Okay. You got, uh, one tip. Last question. One tip to give to those who are in the same boat as you and I stuck inside or stuck, uh, self-isolating. What are you going to tell people, you know, what's the best way for you to make it through the next, we'll say, four weeks? Don't lose hope. Uh, don't let yourself get into a negative headspace. Because if you start thinking now on, what, day five of quarantine, oh, my God, this is horrible. I'm feeling cabin fever. It's so long. You are going to be screwed for the next four weeks. So if you're feeling that way, take a lap. Go outside. And reframe your mind. Otherwise, it's going to be a very, very tough, very long four weeks for you. That's it. Shan, you're done. Thank you so much. We'll talk to you soon. I hope I see you this summer. And if not, good luck in the next uh, month or so. Awesome. Thanks. Bye. What the fuck is going on? Number three, three in a row. I'm here with Ryan. What's going on, man? How are you? I'm pretty good. I mean, as good as I can be uh, in a one-bedroom apartment with a girlfriend and a cat. (laughs) Trying to stay sane, right? You? Uh, I'm pretty good. I'm socially distancing myself from both my dog and my girlfriend at the moment. Uh, locked up in this back room here, as you can see. The, yep. the only thing I, I you know, would do differently if it was up to me designing this house with a social isolation uh, angle in mind, I would have put like a trampoline or something back here so I could like kind of watch a video and not just have to sit in this chair reclining, damaging my posture and my spine. Yeah. You know, if I could, if I could have done something differently, it would have been that. But fuck, I lost my next house. Maybe I'll think about that. So what, what the fuck is going on? What are you doing to stay sane? Tell me about it. Stay sane. Oh my. I mean, this week's been, uh, it's been an adjustment period, right? It's been, it's crazy. We live in an era that it's never been easier to stay at home. And I'm an indoors type of person, like the video games, the Netflix, the the computer, everything. And then as soon as they say, well, you shouldn't leave the house, then I'm like, well, I, I really wish I could leave the house. But <laughs> <laughs> I will be spending the next little bit on a deserted island. Uh, Animal Crossing just came out. So I just I just that saw that on your story. I just saw it on your story. Can you, okay, yeah. give me, give me like the, give me the, 
the bull case for Animal Crossing. Because I, I looked at this a little while ago when the, like the trailer started to come out at the right. Nintendo conference, and now I'm looking at this as being released, and I kind of want it because I know I'm going to be at home for the next little while. <laughs> but I've never played before. I'm not an Animal Crossing guy, so sell it to me. It's just one of those casual games that you don't need to play for four or five hours a day. You pick it up. It's, it's a real-life simulator, so the days actually pass as days. Uh, and it's, it's, there's not really a, I don't want to say there's no point to the game, but it's your, you're fishing, you're catching bugs, uh, you're paying off debt. So very true to life. Uh, <laughs> you know, <laughs> that's what I want to hear. <laughs> that's it. That's it. But it's, it's just a nice little escape, especially this one. It's like you're on a deserted Island and you're, you're, uh, sort of rebuilt, not rebuilding, but building a society, if you will. And just chilling, living the life. No, no pandemic, no nothing like <laughs> Just growing out, you know, doing your thing, vibing. Just disclaimer about the pandemic. Is it better or worse than uh, Stardew Valley? Because this is the competition, I think, right? Stardew Valley is a critically acclaimed game. It is. And so is it better or worse than that? I don't know. I, I never actually played Stardew Valley. Oh, to be honest with you. You're yeah. You never played Stardew Valley? I know. I know. I have so many friends who are super into it, though. Um. I will be biased and I'm not informed and I'll say it's better. Um, but Stardew Valley sounds pretty legit, like from everything I've, I've seen of it. And maybe if I was social distancing a little bit earlier and I wasn't already in countdown to Animal Crossing mode, I would be like, ah, I may as well check it out, see what it's got to offer for me. So let's say you had, uh, let's say JT, that's Justin Trudeau, comes through mm -hmm. with a bit of that sweet, sweet helicopter money for the, for the mm -hmm. citizens of Canada land. Yeah. He throws you a thousand bucks. Okay. Ooh. He throws you that thousand bucks and you got to buy one game and you want to get the most bang for your buck. I don't care which platform. I don't care which genre. Where are you spending your, I mean, a new game on the switch is like 90 bucks or 80 bucks. So where, where are you spending your money yeah. on? Uh, we'll, we'll, go, we'll go as high as 90. You can probably get a bundle for 90 on like some other platform, but oh let me know. God. That's a tough one. There's like, there's nothing right now that I've been, I mean, it's been Animal Crossing for the last two months that I've been, uh, I just finished Breath of the Wild on the Switch also. I just knocked that out. Uh, if I had to pick a new game or just a game that I don't have, honestly, maybe it would be about time to try The Witcher, The Witcher 3. Ooh, yeah. I've, heard, uh, I've heard a ton about that. I have friends who, who swear by it and I just cannot bring myself to pull the trigger on it yet. Okay, two comments here. One, uh, when you say you finished Breath of the Wild, what do wow. you mean? Are you, I, are you a swine who only finished the storyline and did nothing else? <laughs> or are you a purist, uh, intellectual, who finished all the shrines, got all the weapons, did the secret stuff, had to complete the quest based on the time of day, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera? What completion level have you achieved? I am a swine at this point. Uh, I uh, I struggled with Breath of the Wild. My girlfriend's major completionist. She uh, she'll go through and look at every uh, every sector, every every mission, every side quest, everything. And I do that sometimes. And just Breath of the Wild. Maybe I just need a break from it. I just everything's so far apart. And I don't know. I mean, hey, I guess I have plenty of time now. But my my whole argument about it originally was this is not a game to complete if you work forty hours a week. It's, I want to beat Ganon. I want to get to the end of the story. I want to see what happens. I want to, I want to experience. I want to play the game. I enjoyed the game. I, I'm not going to collect 900 Korok seeds. Never. 
It's not happening. <laughs> Maybe <laughs> the shrines I can do. I didn't do the Croxies. The shrines I did. It yeah. was fucking sick. Yeah, the shrines is the best part of that game. Now, my second comment on uh, The Witcher 3. So yes. uh, you fancy yourself some sort of... Uh, some sort of gaming connoisseur, it sounds like. I don't know you at all, Ryan, but it sounds like you fancy yourself some kind of gaming connoisseur. And so what excuse do you have four or five years later for not having played The Witcher 3 yet? What are you waiting for? God, I know, I know, I know. It's I, every place I hear, every place I turn to, it's you have to play this game. I have friends who have rocketed that up to number one, number two, number three on their list. I, when I was younger... At those games, I'd be all over that. When I'm older, and that's I think that's the same issue I have with Breath of the Wild, is I turn away from games that overwhelm me right away and immediately present you, here's everything you can do, and here's, you know, the order you do it in is up to you. And that's what my friends have told me. It's like, yes, there's a lot to sort of get your mind around, but once you get it, you get it, and it's fantastic. I'm like, oh, I'm kind of worried, but hey, social distancing, maybe now's the time. <laughs> You know, right? Social distancing, maybe now's the time. Maybe. I think somebody's going to put on a t-shirt and make a fuck ton of money on uh, in the next little can while. Can trademark that? If you Dude, want. Too I, early I, I, I don't know if you can do it in the chat, but after this, you're free to like pursue that. If that government office is open, it can do that for you. I welcome it. That's uh, true. I, Who knows? I'd buy the shirt. So what What else do you do to stay sane? So you're gaming. Uh, mm -hmm. the, last, the last two guests, I've asked them similar questions. There's only so much media you can consume as far as like Netflix and chill. So yep. are you doing are you doing podcasts? Are you doing some sort of like documentaries or movies? Are you doing albums you haven't caught up on? What are you like? What's your plan for the next? Uh, we'll say conservatively, unfortunately, four weeks. Yeah, yeah, I know. Well, um, I am trying slowly but surely to teach myself how to play Dungeons and Dragons and be a dungeon master. Uh, for Dungeons and Dragons and see what? if I can get my own Discord game going. I think uh, it's always something I had a little interest in. Played a couple games at the end of, I want to say at the end of the year before last, and I enjoyed it a ton. I would love to find a group of people who are super into it, and I've asked my girlfriend, get me the get me the player's manual, get me that uh, for my birthday, and I'd, I'd love to see if it's something I'm into and get, and get into it more. So, uh, watching some videos, how to's and, and things like that, listening to critical role. And, uh, yeah. I, I'm always wondering, well, I, I'm not always wondering, but I've wondered in the recent past about whether or not Dungeons and Dragons has seen a resurgence because of stranger things. I'm, I'm not a hundred percent sure if that's the case, but I, I think they're playing Dungeons and Dragons. Like they're playing D and D and stranger things right in the basement. I'm pretty sure that's what they're yeah. doing. So yeah. what does it, what does it mean to be like, you've, you've never played before. I take it. I have played a couple games as a player, not as a, not as a, I guess, dungeon master, if you will. Okay. Like, so what's, what's the difference? Like the how the uninitiated understand what the, <laughs> the gap is between playing and being a dungeon master. It sounds like you're having to take like an online course to participate in this game to explain this to me. There's a learning curve for sure, for sure. Um, I, I, the best way I could put it, to, and again, I'm still learning it myself, is that I guess I could use The Witcher or I'll use Skyrim or I'll use something else like that, is that you're playing as Geralt if you're a player. You're your character. You control what they do. You control what they say. You control how they act, uh, what their power is, spells they know, the weapons they carry, and things like that. If you're the dungeon master, you're almost both a narrator. Uh, you are in charge of all the NPCs that you encounter. 
you organize a story, um, sort of plan for wherever the players go. It's role playing, and it's it's so if I say like I go investigate this castle, that's off to the left. The dungeon master says, okay, so you walk up to the castle, you notice it's tall and gray, and there's sort of a, a looming din over over top of it, and uh, a, a sentry walks out to greet you and they say who goes there and stuff like that so they sort of organize that keep the action going and so so you can like uh take poetic license with what you decide to you know feed the other guys who are playing yep and so are you worried are you worried at all about uh especially if you play with people you know that you may become the butt of inside jokes for the foreseeable future about the din over the castle does this bother you at all or no <laughs> a thousand percent but i've already thought of the jokes in some of my some of my friend groups so it's nothing new to me. and i say that with love they all mean it with love so it's really i don't really mind as long as i'm laughing with them uh, <laughs> that's that's fine with me are you guys uh are, are you guys you and your buddies there you and your girlfriend are you guys uh gaming locally doing a little couch co-op i know we're in like sort of the beginning of this social distancing thing. So I've been telling my friends, you know, I would like to see you guys. If you don't leave your fucking house for a couple of weeks and I don't leave my fucking house for a couple of weeks, we might be able to hang out a little bit. Are you guys thinking about doing the same thing? Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, it's going to be a, I think everyone, the world is collectively figuring this shit out quite honestly. Right. Uh, but there's, again, I don't want to say we haven't picked a better time to do this, but uh, it's certainly better than past times, right? Where you, you just sort of had a book and the radio. Uh, we, we have so much technology. I'm actually looking on the bright side of everything. I'm excited to see what technological and what sort of communication and, and collaboration advances we have. So definitely my friends and I, uh, we, we, we do a group FaceTime call, uh, a couple of buddies and I, and uh, we play around with the Snapchat filters and just nice. laugh at each other or just, just get some good vibes going. And uh, I have an Xbox seeing if I can make use of the Twitch streaming uh, thing oh, on there yeah. and uh, play some Jackbox games with people. So I'd love to do something like that because uh, everyone can just join on their smartphone. Right. So, uh, yeah, definitely. Uh, it's, hearing people's voices is going to be the best way to keep me sane. Are you uh, are you working from home right now? Yes. They sent us home. Uh, my my company, uh, I suppose you could say they acted pretty early relative to, to everyone else. We were sent home as of last Thursday. Uh, they sent us home. They said, you can come in on Friday and get what you need. But if you don't need anything, then just stay home. So it's been a week, week and a day. And uh it's been an adjustment, but it's been cool. So who, uh, who would you say, since you've uh, entered into this uh, self-quarantine, um, socially responsible behavior, we'll call it, who, yeah. who has been uh, driving you the most nuts? <laughs> I don't know who. I mean, I only live with my girlfriend and my cat. So can I, like, would I have to pick one of them or... You don't have to. Uh, I know on my list of people who are driving me the most nuts, Ryan, uh, my girlfriend, my cat, my dog, they're not even in the top like 20 right now. It's only been a week. I'm sure they'll fall further down the list as this continues on. So you tell me. Uh-oh. Did it cut out? Red, uh, I think they have an apocalyptic fantasy where there's like, yeah, oh yeah, it's going to be like Mad Max level in a month or two. And I'm just like, okay, like I know we got to be serious about it. We got to take it seriously, but let's, let's relax a little. Let's keep some good vibes going. 
<laughs> the the uh, most difficult thing for me so far has been, um, like I said a few times already, my, my dog and walking my dog, make sure he gets like the, the level of exercise required for a young pup has been difficult. Sure. He's he's like passed out on the side here now. I saw him um, walk in, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's he's like he's like passed out now. I took him for a run this morning before the rain started, so he's okay. But I can just imagine if this goes another three or four weeks, he's gonna be going crazy. My okay. plan, uh, personally, for uh, as far as like sanity goes, do a little work, of course. Uh, yeah. That's that's responsible thing to do. <laughs> uh, re- reconnect with uh, some some you know people I haven't talked to on the phone in a while, whether it's friends or family. Uh, yeah. I have elderly grandparents who live nearby, so I'd like to talk to them. And then the third one is uh, this is this is a, a more niche uh, issue that I have. I find myself in a decade long battle with raccoons. I had <laughs> raccoons. Oh yeah, I had raccoon problems when I was living with my mother and father. You know, ten yeah. ten. 20 or 12 years ago. And so now that I have my own house, I find myself uh, continuing to battle these snout rats in my backyard on a regular basis. And uh, my plan, I wish I could show you, but there's a uh, what, what's called a lopper here. Basically okay. just a, it's basically just a pole arm that you hold up and pull a, um, like a pulley on and snaps off branches of a tree. So tomorrow, right. my plan is to get out and uh, cut back this tree in my backyard to make sure these raccoons can no longer get onto my roof. Uh, do, I don't know if you have any experience with raccoons. I'm more than welcome to share war stories with you, or you're more than welcome to share war stories with me. But I don't know if I ever was, wants to hear that. <laughs> I mean, the only one I have, the closest encounter I have with a raccoon would be when my girlfriend and I were walking back, uh, I think from a concert or something. And my girlfriend's a cat lady. She, uh, If there's a cat on the street, she's going to go out of her way like, hey, kitty. And <laughs> it was nighttime, and something was in the garbage uh, at a house that we were walking past. And she goes, hey, hey, hey. And the raccoon pulls out. Look straight at him. <laughs> I know, that's that's we got to go away from that. We're <laughs> fucking leaving this garbage can alone. Yeah, these, yeah, yeah. These things, uh, I was saying to a couple of buddies of mine, these things will follow around scraps of food. Next door to me, there's a, a, a nice family with a bunch of kids. They probably leave a, a fuck ton of food around, Ryan. I never see any raccoons on their roof. Next door to me, I got a, a little old lady who probably makes no noise at all. I wouldn't know if she was alive or dead, uh, you know, from week to week because it's so quiet over there. That would be another good place for raccoons to hide out. At yep. my house, uh, we're making noise, listening to music. I have a pretty big dog, and the raccoons decide that this is the place they want to hang out. It's upsetting. I might buy a BB gun, though I would I would deny that that's going to be the case if the city ever comes knocking at my door. Um, but anyway – this is this is the struggle of being in quarantine. You're always faced with these uh, decisions that otherwise you wouldn't be because you're not thinking about them. But now that I'm thinking about it all the time, I may yep. have to I may have to make a move, right? That's, that's um, so much oh, time to dwell on it. It's not good. What are you doing for uh, What are you doing to stay in shape? Are you doing any walking? Doing a little jogging? Doing a little I don't know. Like what's going on out there? I'm not sure. Yeah. I'm attacking it twofold, you know, I, I live pretty close to some green space, thankfully. So if I absolutely need the fresh air and I have a balcony, if I absolutely, you know, if I need it to during the work, work day, let's call it right. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you know, a little air coach, just, it's, it, you get less productive, but uh, I got the park near me so I can, I can walk around. Uh, but uh, in my company, we have a Slack channel called hashtag pushups and they got a <laughs> bot in there. Every hour, starting at uh, 9 a.m., do 10 push-ups, and it uh, it increases by one every hour. So I've been doing about 125 push-ups a day the past uh, couple days. That's I feel, good. I feel it. 
So by the time you're finished, like if this goes another three weeks, you'll have done, you know, close to, I don't know, a thousand, a thousand pushups a week or something like that. Right. Or you're a little under a thousand a week. That's the goal. I mean, uh, you know, I, I don't usually do pushups as part of my, uh, as part of my workout routine, but, uh, Hey, I don't have weights here. Anything that's everything that's done has got to be body weight. So, uh, whatever keeps me, you know, with all these, right. Uh, whatever keeps me not <laughs> yeah. 30 pounds here, uh, I'll do it. Right. <laughs> what are they calling this? This is a freshman 15 and the COVID 19. I'm pretty sure that everyone's going to put on, right. Oh my God. Yeah. It might be- <laughs> <laughs> I got that. <laughs> you might have to trademark that. Yeah. Put that on a t-shirt. I, I was, I was going to ask, um, I was going to ask John and Shana, but I'll ask you. What, what's in your fridge right now? Are you are you guys like stocking up on meat, veggies? Like, what are you guys thinking for the next couple of weeks? Oh, brother, we have never been more stocked. We're usually <laughs> uh, uh, we got one of those food delivery. You ever uh, do good food or a food delivery box service? I've, I've heard of it, but I don't I don't subscribe to any of them. That's fair. So we usually have those. We'll have beer. Beer's never short here. Um, And maybe a couple like a cream cheese, a mayonnaise and stuff like that. But we uh, we've never been more stocked. So we got snacks. We got we got some nice string cheese. We got uh, we just finished out our sausages and eggs, milk. We got like breakfast foods. We're doing like breakfast for lunch every now and then. And so good. Plenty of beer, of course. Beer's uh, beer's flowing. What's uh What's the thing you've gone to the store and been the most surprised that the stock is running low? Oh, vinegar. Vinegar. Oh, what? Really? Easily. I I went. Uh, I want to say on last week on Friday. It was my first day working from home, and I'm like, you know what? Let's. I you know I don't anticipate any difficulties, but let's just get some things so I don't have to go out as much as possible. And toilet paper was there, and eggs were there, milk was there, vinegar. And I later learned that vinegar is a good, like, or a suitable home remedy for, like, disinfectant. It's a disinfectant. That's right. Yeah. I didn't realize that. So first of all, <laughs> vinegar, what the, what the fuck? Like, what are we, what are that, that's, on this? <laughs> that's, a, that's a good one. I like that one. I haven't yeah. had that problem, but I've been in the store twice now. Uh, actually, a third time yesterday, I was finally able to get mm-hmm. this uh, item that I've been looking for for a while. That item is sour cream. Where the fuck is the sour cream? Sour cream. Unbelievable. Are there that many people uh, plowing through pierogies? There can't be. This is ridiculous. We're in the, we're in the end times, man. Pierogies can't be your priority. We're going to find an article being like, sour cream is a Vicks VapoRub substance. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's good. <laughs> good for like throat infections, all this other shit. Oh, fuck. Okay, Ryan, last question. You have uh, one tip for the quarantined, the socially distant, the self-isolated. What is the tip you give them? Try and be as social as possible. Uh, hear voices, not just in your head. Hear voices. Uh, you know, do stuff like this. Uh, chat with chat with kindred spirits. Chat with your friends. Find ways to hang out without literally hanging out. You know, uh, uh, I think we're all gonna go a little crazy if we're cooped up in a box uh, all day, all night, uh, with no connections. So, so just as much as you can, uh, connect with your friends and family and loved ones. Good fucking advice, man. Thanks for doing this. Hope I see you in the summertime, but if not, stay sane and stay safe. Joey, Lord willing, we'll be talking again about Oceaga hype. Can't wait, buddy. God bless. And you too. You are number four of five. This is uh, hour two, I guess, for me now. 
I'm here with Yara, who did the podcast last year. She's coming to us live with a tall can of Guinness from Montreal, right? Yeah, from Montreal, baby. And so how's things going over there? You're in self-quarantine, self-isolation. You're probably going nuts, or are you? I am going nuts. Um, it's been going pretty well. I mean, our premiere is actually doing a great job at managing all of this. Uh, grocery store uh, shopping basically is now uh, an Olympic sport. I went today. It was not. <laughs> but uh, everything's been going pretty well. We've been having some happy hours, virtual happy hours with friends and talking with everyone. Communities kind of like all got together. And I have friends that actually are doing live shows every afternoon, every night. So we can listen to music, which is amazing. So my first question for you, Yara, okay, you don't have to answer this if you don't want, but you should. It seems to me like this is not your first live stream because of all the other people I've done the show with in the last couple of hours, you're the only one who's got like a set backdrop with some quality art and it's like like carefully selected visuals here. Do you want to talk about that a bit? Am I right about that? Oh my God. Well, this is my apartment. That's (laughs) that's actually my apartment decoration, which everyone... (laughs) calls a Pinterest apartment so (laughs) I haven't done any (laughs) I don't have anything really crafted it's just my apartment (laughs) that's my home taste (laughs) it looks sharp like I I didn't even paint my door here let alone uh have a picture or something up like my dog is here chewing on a peanut butter rawhide you have like some some artwork there you've obviously gone out of your way to get it looks great I'm worse in this liquor cabinet though this uh on, on your left, what is this uh, selection here we have? So we have, uh, uh, well, it's like we have Amer Malade, which is kind of um, kind of a, an aperol that's made in Quebec. Um, I have some bullet bourbon because we wanted to play a game of uh, True American with my friends. So I don't know if you know the game. It's basically this really drink this really weird drinking game that doesn't have any rules and we never played it but i still have the bottle i have some tequila some uh, what is that brandy for cooking and i have weed and baileys at the back and some other stuff i think i have like a full bottle of very expensive porto too which is kind of funny i never opened it but it's here how many people have you used that uh, that phony line, the the brandy for cooking on? Do you use that on everybody or just on uh, podcasters? I guess I use it only on podcasters, unfortunately. Mm, I only yeah. use brandy to cook with, yeah. <laughs> very very interesting lie you've chosen to tell here to lead the pod. So okay, okay, so you're you're in Montreal. I've talked to a couple of other Montrealers as we just saw in the little group chat we have going on. What are you doing to stay sane? You got to be going nuts. I'm going nuts here, and I, I want to know what, what other people are doing to not be going nuts uh, after week one, what is basically week one. Oh, my God. Um, so, like, to stay sane, basically, I've been baking a lot. I don't know why. So everything's closed down. There's no shows anymore. There's nothing going on. So what I've been doing, I've been basically baking. I spend the whole day. No, well, I work, and then... Well, when five o'clock hits, I go in my kitchen and I start baking crazy stuff. Like I'm doing uh, cinnamon buns tonight and a focaccia because that's what I want to do. If I if I I told a friend today, if I don't fulfill my purpose of like basically feeding the masses at the end of this, I'll have failed my whole self-quarantine lockdown thing. (laughs) 
so yeah. Is, <laughs> is that your happen. that's your mission here over the next like four weeks or five weeks? Just like feed the masses with focaccia and cinnabons. I've never even th- thought about making a cinnabon. I just take it for granted the the very nice symmetrical pastry that is a cinnabon. How hard is that going to be for you? Are you like it's, a are you a baker extraordinaire? It's it's not that hard. I do it like basically every time I have a brunch with friends, I do cinnabons. But now I find like the occasion of doing cinnabon. Like I have the perfect timing to actually do cinnabons while drinking a beer in my kitchen and not caring about anything at all. So there's baking. I've been reading a lot, listening to a lot of music, and um, in Montreal, what we what's happening right now is well, a lot of people in the well, the entertainment industry don't have a job anymore. So we're all like basically um, trying to do stuff together. So I have a friend that's actually singing, uh, that's doing like a sang telegraph. So he's basically singing to people. And I have another one that does like live shows and there's stuff going on where like we're talking all together to try to do things differently. Every morning I send poems to my friend. I go online, find a poem, send it to my friends. And what's actually keeping me sane is this whole community feeling and maybe reading and yeah, drinking a little bit, drinking too much. <laughs> uh, I, I am also drinking probably much more. I, I spent like probably the last two years not drinking unless it was a Friday, the occasional Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Um, but I'm doing that a lot now. Now, I didn't tell you I was going to ask you this, but I've seen it in the last like 20 minutes. And so I'm going to ask you now. On your Instagram story, you had something I thought was pretty cool today. Do you want to talk about that a bit? I, I would love to hear your the, where this came from and the, the responses you've gotten. Because I, I see the responses. Super good idea. And I, I want other people to do this too. So go ahead. Tell me how you came up with this. So basically, it's not. it didn't come from me. It's my best friend. She basically posted it. And as usual, I reacted to it. And I was like, haha, here you go. Select the picture. And she told me, well, you have to put it in your story. And what I did on Facebook is one of my friends, he posted something like, I want to see. Well, I'll, I'll explain. We're basically to start like people to make connection between people. We're actually sharing pictures from other accounts, other accounts on Instagram. And that's what I've been doing today. So people have been reacting and I've been sharing stuff from my friends. And it's it's been quite nice. On Facebook, though, I did like some kind of status about like, well, I don't want to see any of like bad news anymore. So like I'm number 33. So like show me the 33rd picture you have on your cell phone. And people have been like giving me a lot of pictures and I assign them a number and then they post it again on their wall and they see like their friend's picture which like makes everyone laugh because they're like sharing memes or weird picture they have on their phone of weird stuff and you can actually ask questions about the pictures so that's nice because it gets it gets the community going actually and like we're thriving we're doing connection with people through texting which is kind of weird but fun at the same time this is something i've heard a few times now and so i'll, I'll ask you this um Given that you're asking people for the 33rd picture on their phone without really any background, how many uh, reproductive organs have you received in your inbox in the last 24 hours? None. I'm really Zero. Lucky. Yeah. What? Ah. <laughs> My <laughs> friends are amazing. <laughs> I would have guessed at least one or two. Uh, the other thing I saw, I think it was on your, your story, uh, was – send me or was it reply with the fire emoji and i will send you back my favorite picture from your feed was that you yeah that's me 
What, okay, so give me give me a little bit of background on that. I like that one too. Okay, well that's uh, that's basically it's a way of actually making people known on their accounts and basically growing our Instagram base and interacting with new people. So like that's actually pretty fun, and I like it. Like I like I had some reaction and it, I talked with some of my friends and they were pretty happy about that. They were like, thank you for sharing this. Thank you for sharing that. One of my friends was like, you posted the picture of Sequoias, but it isn't me in the picture. I was like, well, I like Sequoias. What can I tell you? <laughs> the, uh, the, the thing um, that I think I've, I've come to realize the last few days especially is there's only two ways to stay sane through all this. It's, uh, it's, it's making sure that your quiet time is, uh, for you only and not for negative news. And that the time you spend with other people, whether it's stuff like this, or, you know, whether it's my friends or, or stuff for, um, work or social life, it's spent with people that are interested in making sure you're okay too, not just themselves. Um, and so it's good to hear that you're doing all that stuff. Now you mentioned something earlier that I, I wanted to touch on. It's a question I've been asking other people. You're doing a lot of reading. What are you reading over the next few weeks? No one so far has been a, a voracious enough reader to give me even one or two recommendations. So you sound like a reader. Tell me what it is you're going to be uh, diving into over the next few weeks. So I've been reading for the moment being a book called Daisy Jones and the Six. So it's a novel, but it's written in this really nice mock documentary way. So you read it as you were watching a documentary about a 70s rock band. Like they become those like super huge rock stars and they're taking drugs and it's like completely crazy. And there's mention of actually really like a real rock man's in that and it's actually pretty nice i love it so i've been i've been in this one and the next one i will be reading is milkman by anna burns which is a coming of age story from uh from uh from ireland so i i cannot wait to actually dig into it because uh i think everyone knows it now drinking a guinness i'm in love with ireland and i have a trip coming <laughs> coming in a over but i'm not sure i'm gonna go so, go. <laughs> so okay so you you have a trip booked yeah you have you like are you going to visit friends are you going with friends what's the plan for that no it's a solo trip to ireland all alone trying to like see the country it's been a dream of mine for a long time and before turning 30 i wanted to do it so it was like i booked it in february for october but it seems right now that everything's like I, I was talking with a friend that works at Air Canada and she told me, well, it might be fine for October, but we don't know for the moment being like they might decide to like not do anything for maybe like more than six months to a year. So which kind of stressed me out a bit because I really wanted to go. But at the same way, what can I do? Right. The, uh, the, the whole quarantine thing is like it's like surreal almost to be living in this moment in time where you know, you and I are talking about whether or not we're going to be able to go overseas in six months. Now, obviously, the thing on people's mind who will be watching this is the festival. Uh, what What do you think? Do you think that the festival is going to happen? You're local there. You kind of have your ear to the ground as far as uh, what's going on with the um, – uh, what's the best way to put it? What's what's going on with the risk management that the city is doing and the province is doing for stuff like festivals and gatherings? What's your What are your thoughts on that? 
So the problem is Montreal gets really into, you know, festival mode in the summer. So what they're trying to do, I don't know if you've seen it, there's like the save summer hashtag that's been like being pushed by it. Eventco a lot. Because um, Eventco has a lot of things going on this summer. Same thing with other festivals. So we have the Jazz Fest that's coming up and we're not sure it's going to happen. Um, today they talked about like maybe reopening the school in May, which is like, very far away from now, which kind of scares people out. Um, to be honest, what I really hope is the festival to actually happen on the dates, because I want to go, even if I go in Ireland, <laughs> but to, but they seem to be thinking about moving it. And um, I don't know, I, I feel like maybe a cancellation might happen. That's That's what I think. So I didn't hear anything. I asked some friends and they're like, nothing, nothing's coming up. I I actually used to do the listening session at Pop Montreal for the Pop Montreal Festival. And they had to cancel these because, you know, we cannot be in a group anymore. We cannot like attend as a group. So like there's that too. And they've been pushing like, no, they're going to like, it's going to come back. We're going to do them again. It's just going to be delayed. But I know everyone's afraid. Like the music industry, the event industry in Montreal is pretty huge, and right now we're taking a huge hit. The um, the the whole festival thing. I think you know uh, the term that was used a little while ago on this show, and will probably be used in the future, is cautious optimism. You're hoping that there's some uh, solution, whether it's the social distancing that works and flattening the curve, you know, hashtag flattening the curve, or if it's uh, Something else, if it's some other measure that we can take that that allows us to enjoy our summer, that's great. Now, you mentioned something that uh, is becoming more near and dear to me the more people I talk to. It's this this idea that the entertainment industry is taking a hit. And so earlier you said that a few of your friends are doing like shows and telegrams and stuff. I, I don't usually like plug stuff on the show like that, but I'm more than happy to uh, if you want to like talk about your friends who are doing that stuff and who need some support and who want to like get their stuff out there it's mike's all yours well uh yeah i'll say that um maybe it's too late but um there's this super cool venue i love called the diving bell social club in montreal they're having a living room session i think it's tonight or tomorrow night i need to check it back but um all those artists will play and it's basically a donation kind of thing so like you give a certain amount and you can actually watch the artists there's some small videos some comedy sketch it's going to be real fun by some amazing local artists that we love in montreal uh, there's also my friend joseph who's playing every day who's doing a live session every day with his band called Common Cycles. So he's alone, grabs his guitar, play from 4.20 to 5.20 every day. It's amazing. I love it. I haven't missed one. I And he like, he lives super close, but I haven't seen him. So like everyone should like actually check it. Common Cycles on Facebook. Joseph will love it. <laughs> Can you even go to his house? Like has he been inside for the last like 10 days and you've been inside for the last 10 days, you guys could just finally like go and socially connect. We could, we we basically could, but the government has been pretty strict on that. They're like, don't go to anyone's house or else. Are you like, serious over there? You what? can't leave your house to like see somebody else? No, we, we can't leave our house. We can like go do like, you know, we can go walk outside. I, I, I went for a few walks. Um, I saw one of my friends, she runs right across my house. So I saw her and I was like, I'm going to come down and walk with you. And we walked together, but like we were taking like, you know, 
uh, six feet distance between each other. Um, but yeah, it's like pretty, it's pretty huge. Wash your hands. Um, talk, but talk afar. <laughs> We're following every rules. Yeah, in Quebec, it's pretty, like, people are afraid. I, everyone's afraid. But in Quebec, the way it has been done and the way it has been really managed is has been so well. Like, no one's in the street, to be honest. Like, there's people in the street, but not that much. And, like, no one's going out. And everyone's like, social distancing, it's really important. And what's really funny, they were like, oh, you know, you millennials don't go party. But now we're noticing it's not millennials that are partying. It's actually baby boomers, which is really funny. Yeah, they don't don't seem to be taking it seriously. It's funny, the the province of Quebec has this uh, tumultuous relationship with uh, everyone's uh, favorite prime minister, the handsome Justin Trudeau. It's, it's good to see that you guys are taking it seriously. The, the one thing that uh, I've asked a few other people, and so I'll ask you now, you, you mentioned that uh, you now view grocery shopping as an Olympic sport. And so what exactly is so important to have in your fridge that you are braving the grocery stores during the most uh, friction-filled time in the aisles of your local grocery? What are you getting? What are you stocking up on? Oh my God. So it's going to sound really crazy, but cherry yogurt. <laughs> I love cherry yogurt. Fucking right. Why not? <laughs> so I have like three <laughs> small containers of cherry yogurt in my like, Are you talking like the one liter container or like the little yeah, like eight packs? The one liter. Okay. So you, so you have definitely some kind of mental illness, but go ahead. I won't interrupt you again. Keep going. Oh, uh, <laughs> uh, no, but it's, it's it, like, I have a lot of cherry yogurt because like, that's my go-to when I have a snack. But actually the other thing I'm really sucking up on is like basically pasta and cheese. Even if now they're pretty much um, saying like, you go to the grocery stores and they're like, you can only t- take two items. Per, yeah. like, per customer so like I grabbed a little bit more and then they reminded me at the cash like no you cannot no you cannot and they actually take it out and you're like whoa what's going on <laughs> so are you are you like fighting with people over like items I, it's funny you mentioned the limit thing I had no idea about the limit thing till I went to shoppers drug mart yesterday to get eggs and the guy who was loading the eggs into the fridge was going you can only take two they were regularly priced there was tons of them available but you can only have two. Is this going on everywhere? I, I only thought this was like something that was happening near me. I've never heard this anywhere else. No, it, it's happening everywhere in Montreal right now because people like went fucking crazy last week. Um, <laughs> I went to the grocery store on Friday at like noon, like at lunchtime I went and I was like, I'm gonna do my groceries and I went and there was no more eggs. There was a woman who had like five, you know, like those small cartons of eggs in her, in her uh, in her cart and I was like what the what the fuck is going on and then the <laughs> lady in front of me like there was no rice so I didn't buy any rice but like the lady in front of me at the cash she had three bags three huge bags so like people are <laughs> I'm like yeah I was like what the heck man I don't have yeah. any like two like two weeks ago or three weeks ago when I first when I first like started to really think this is gonna be a big deal thanks to my Twitter Bitcoin friends I, I, my fiance and I went to the store and, uh, we are infamous for never having arguments, whether it's in public or in private, we don't argue. We, we always see on the same page, talk about things. And so I, I came to the cart with one of those like five kilo bags of rice on my shoulder. And she goes, she, and she's yelling me from, from 10 feet. She's going, put that back. We're not getting that. We'll get minute rice. If you want rice, but we are not getting this 10 kilo bag. 
So, okay, you're going to wish you had this 10-kilo bag. Another two weeks, you're going to wish. And then we went back. How many 10-kilo bags were left? This many. There's this yeah, many left. Yeah, they're all gone. <laughs> and so we did end up getting some stuff. But, yeah, it's funny. The, the stuff that people turn to in, like, an apocalypse. Are you are you uh, stocked up on toilet paper? Do you have enough TP to last you for a few weeks? I, I had, like, a, I was already due, so I bought what I needed for at least a few weeks. So it was fine for that. But when I went to buy some, like, people were just going nuts. And I had to climb even for an old lady and give her a pack. <laughs> like, I climbed on the shelves. And I was like, here you go. Here's your pack, old lady. <laughs> but anyway, got what I needed. <laughs> but, it's yeah, it's kind of crazy. And I do feel your girlfriend. That's the thing. I live alone. I'm single. I don't want to overstock on stuff when families needed more than I do. So, like, I try to get very reasonable. But then it's hard sometimes. I mean, there's no more. I don't know why people went crazy over, like, water bottles. We live in fucking Quebec. <laughs> like, I have no water bottles. Like, I'm okay. drinking out the tap. <laughs> like everyone else i'm not i'm not getting water bottles um yeah i'm not doing that yara you, you got one more question to answer yeah we got probably uh i don't know let's say six more weeks of this um this this measure that we're taking to protect each other and the most vulnerable among us and it's a noble cause it's something that i think we are going to be proud of in two decades or three decades when this is you know run its course what tip do you have for the person who's in our demo? So you're, I think you're like, you're not 30 yet. I'm 33. Everyone I've talked to is between like 24 and 35. So what advice do you have for someone in our demo to stay sane and stay safe over the next few weeks? Um, I'd say I've seen a lot of people being like, oh yes, I launched a business or I did this or I did that. And I'm like, I, I, I'm not, I've launched a small project I had, but I cannot do anything with it. I can promote artists, but I cannot do much because it's that cultural, sustainable zine that we're going to put out in Montreal. But stay sane doesn't mean you have to work like crazy or launch that project or write that novel you wanted to write. Novel. Or, or do those, like, you know, like, everyone's expecting them, like, to come out after your six six weeks and being like, oh, my God, I did something. No, like, just chill. It's, like, a moment for you to reflect on yourself and get in touch with the people you love and you like. That's the most important thing. And I think what I was really surprised is I always said that, oh, my God, people don't care that much about me. I have, like, those really close friends and that's it. But in the end everyone is actually writing to me and I've been writing to everyone and some relationship seems so much closer. Now, my childhood friend lives in Ohio, so it's like way worse there. And we've been talking every day for at least an hour, an hour and a half, and we haven't done this in such a long time. And I, I must be honest, like she's keeping me sane right now. And I'm pretty sure I'm keeping her sane because she had a wedding in May and she's not sure she's going to get married. So yeah, yeah. it's just kind of sad. But at the same time, we've been talking, we've been reminiscing when we were younger and stuff like that and sending each other like memes, stuff that make us laugh. So it's perfect. <laughs> that's, uh, yeah, that's good advice. Take some time for yourself right over the next few weeks because you don't and always take, have it. Yeah, and take some time to really get to know your friends. And I mean, si single people, like, don't go into cyber sex. That's, like, <laughs> it's not the moment. 
I'd say um, try to connect with people differently. Take a break of dating. Six weeks, take the fucking break of dating or get to know that one person that actually really catches your eyes or like actually has nice conversation. Talk with them. Do like type dates. Good advice. Very deep. This is like the, so you're, you're advocating for the, uh, the Lent style giving up of uh, cyber sex and dating. And also at the same time, connecting with those who uh, really uh, tickle you as far as uh, conversation goes. Yeah. You, you'll get to know amazing people for once. Then we'll good push advice. the apps away. <laughs> That's very good advice. Yara, cheers to you. Let's let's have uh, one simultaneous sip here. Cheers. Cheers. Okay. And that's it. You're going to come back on in a few weeks when we're still in quarantine? Yep. Okay. We'll see you then. Okay. Take care. Peace, pal. Bye. Wait. Okay, everybody. Welcome to uh, the fifth of fifth, fifth of five calls uh, and obviously sixth of six beers for me. I'm here with a uh, longtime Oshpod uh, co-host slash producer slash uh, influencer, Phil. What the fuck is going on, man? How you doing? I'm good. I'm good. It's good to be here. Fucking right it is, man. It's been too long since I've seen you. We've been playing Borderlands like a couple nights a week, but I haven't fucking seen your face in close to a month now. I know. It's crazy. It's nuts. You, Are you working uh, from home? Or what? I'm not working from home yet. Um, I actually took this, uh, I had this week booked off by coincidence and then, uh, you know, all, obviously all my plans fell through Airbnb got refunded, blah, blah, blah. And, uh, just decided to keep the three days off and we'll see what happens. I work in sales, right? So, I mean, I do a lot of traveling office to office, so I'm trying to limit my exposure for now, but we'll see what happens come Monday. And uh, I know some places are shutting down, so who knows? Probably it's, it's probably gonna. I'm gonna end up like everybody else, just making dials from home. There's a lot of places shutting down. I'm gonna go off camera for a second here because uh, you just told me that you haven't been uh, working from home, and so I want to make sure. Make sure what? Protecting my loved ones. <clears throat> and, uh, wow. Make sure, I want to make sure that nobody gets uh, infected talking to you um do you that's have one gonna, of these that thing's not going to do anything look at the it's getting in by your nose right there yeah well i didn't put it on properly there's no mirror here also i'm half in the bag you're gonna do the whole the whole talk like that you might as well i would never <laughs> then you can't I would, drink i would never i would never <clears throat> what are you doing to stay sane you've been uh you've been so your girlfriend is home right she's home now she's home yeah. okay so are you uh, are you reacquainting with her or are you, as the pensioners say, not adjusting well to retirement? No, we're good, man. We're good. You know, we've been uh, giving each other space, you know, when you need it, right? It's not like uh, 100% of the time you're together, right? She might be upstairs. I'm downstairs. I just finished a workout down here. Nice. I do uh, my new jailhouse gym. Make sure let's, uh, gym over here. Let's see the home gym. Can you give me the preview here? It's uh, about it. Just a bench that's being uh, stabilized by a couch <laughs> so it doesn't so, flip over. So I had a guy on uh, about an hour ago, Ryan, who was telling me that him and his buddies are doing uh, uh, something on Slack with, with a push-up bot. So every hour 
the bot sends you uh, a number of push-ups you have to do and starts at 10 every day. And so by the end of the oh, day, wow. you're doing about 20 push-ups. So by the end of the, the full workday, you've done close to 120 push-ups. Do you want to do uh, some fitness right now? I mean, we probably should since we're right now. The podcast. Yeah, right now. I just, I think I just finished. I just did an hour. I'll, I'll, do, I'll do 10 push-ups if you do 10 push-ups. I'm not doing it right now. I'm gonna do it. You better do it, you Phil. Go for it. You this go is the last one. This you. is la- count me Show out. Show us your form. Show us count your form. me out. I can't hear you. I got the dog here too. See this? This is good form. Go for it. Make sure nose is touching the ground or close to it. Scoop is here. He's checking the form, making sure everything's kosher. Get lower. You gotta top. get lower than that. It's five, six, seven, <laughs> eight, nine, and ten. And now I feel good about these beers that I'm having. Can you hear me? Now you can hear me. That's a walk in the park for you, 10 push-ups like that. Love to hear what you were saying <laughs> while I wasn't on the headphones. Uh, are you are you running? Are your neighbors out? Like, are you, are you seeing your neighbors in the last little while? Yeah, I've seen them. Uh, you know, everyone's walking their dogs, right? People are out and about. I went for a walk the other day. There's a shop, there's Drug Mart not too far from here. Take a yeah. cruise down. Yeah. You know, but uh, to be honest, these past, I was looking forward to these past three days booked off this week, right? So it just happened by coincidence, everything shut down. So I've just kind of been taking it as like a long weekend, right? Like I've been, I've been doing a little bit of work, catching up on some work, catching up on some shit around the house, whatever. Um, So, I mean, it doesn't really feel like a, like a lockdown yet. We'll see because, because I'm not officially bound to my house yet, right? So. We'll see what happens. Soon, it, I mean, it's going to be a different story when I'm in your boat, like, and you're actually working from home. Yeah. And then, uh, you know, and then you're done work at five or whatever, and then now you're just at home again. You, the scenery doesn't change, right? Whereas uh, right now I'm currently still getting in my truck and I'm going to different cities and, I'm, and the scenery's moving, right, during the day. So the uh, right now the, it just the, kind of feels like a long weekend to me. The weirdest thing about working from home is uh, kind of waking up ignoring the time you'd usually spend like showering getting ready making breakfast and everything i get up i boil eggs have coffee and then i'm at my computer for my first call still basically in my, like my sweatpants or whatever and yeah. mm-hmm. it's weird like I, I still feel like i'm productive but um yeah yeah i i don't i don't know what to say about it i i don't love it i know it's going to be the norm now for probably a couple of months so yeah i mean like the, the, I've done a workout the past three days, right? Like in here in this in this basement room, and I've tried to do it um, basically at like five or like five thirty when I normally would hit the gym, right? So it's kind of like feeling like the same routine, you know. But um, yeah, it's definitely limited, right? So you feel that it's just. Uh, I might start running, to be honest. I tried I today. Thinking about it. I tried today. My calves are sore now. Obviously, with yeah. Scoop here, like I have to take him out every day. He fucking he's going more nuts than I am. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you I'm can just, see him there. It's gonna be uh, like I was thinking about it today. Like, what what the hell am I gonna do for a leg workout? Like, I really only have this bar barbell behind me. Yeah. And I mean, I can do squats with it, but I only have eighty pounds. So. Lunges, uh, buddy. Lunges. I've been doing lunges yeah, like crazy. Yeah, that's right too. Actually, I didn't think of that. Yeah. Um, could do lunges you know once it gets a bit warmer i can go up my backyard here and, and bring the weights outside and you have room to like do long lunges 
put uh, put your yeah. put your better half on your back and do some squats. That's what yeah. I plan on doing pretty soon. Do that too, right? So yeah, why not? Why but I'm not? thinking like running would be like I'm in a townhouse too, so I have 30 stairs. So I'm gonna start doing uh, like laps up and down the stairs. If worse comes to worst, right? Why don't you do box jumps? It's like a fucking stairmaster. You just keep running up and down and do laps. Like you, 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 you are the stairmaster. You can get a good sweat built up doing doing like <laughs> thirty stairs in a row, right? Running. Yeah. But okay. What are you drinking there? What do you got in the cup? Pour the bore. What's that? It's a Waterloo beer. Mm, nice. It's actually nice. a Waterloo beer in the cup too. So had a few. Uh, we had a, oh, a Sleeman earlier. Had a Guinness earlier. I'm drinking a uh, Bose right now. Wag the Wolf. Oh, that's a good one. I like that. Yeah, I just started drinking this one uh, probably the last really, week or so. Not really a quarantine-friendly beer though. Four dollars a can. Yeah, right? no shit. Well, I didn't know when I bought it, but how many how many beers do you have during the week usually? You don't drink beer at all. You're keto, but how many drinks do you have during the week? So. I'm a complicated, I mean, I love beer. Beer is probably like my biggest vice. I would say I don't smoke. I don't do, you know, I don't even smoke weed. I don't really do a lot of that shit, right? Not often anyways. It's not like my go-to. Beer, beer I like, right? So got to kind of watch it, right? With uh, how much you intake because the calories can build up, obviously. Um, but so I'm no longer keto. I had to, I had to make a tough decision. Um, coming, coming into this, we're in quarantine. It's fucked up. It's fucked up. You know what? I, I fucking built myself up to get back into it. I was, I was ready to buckle down. I was going to do a two month run and I, you know, I'm three and a half weeks in and then this shit hits me. Right. So like, I just ran out of fresh vegetables. I got frozen ones, but I, I mean, my go-to is just a salad pretty much with anything, you know, various types of meats and then, and then got to have a big salad. Right. So it's just like, it's just one of those things, man. It's, uh, it gets hard. Right. And it's, it's not like I told myself, it's not like I'm quitting. Like I'm actually making the decision. It's not like I even had cravings to go out and, uh, you know, eat fucking cookies or ice cream or any sweet stuff or, or cravings for pizza. Like I, I'm still in the mindset, you know, even drinking this beer right now, this is the first beer I've had. And like I said, almost probably almost a month. Right. So I've just been doing like, uh, basically like rum and vodka, clear stuff, no sugar, mixed drinks, right? Which has been good. But it's, uh, yeah, so the beer actually feels really heavy right now, drinking this thing. It's going to fill me up. So, but uh, during the week, I would, I would probably be good for a couple at night. Like if I really, you know, the summertime, especially warmer weather, you know, you come home, you don't really, you know, you, you barbecue, you have one or two. Yeah. Right? But um I tried to stay away from it, but now I just I kind of had to make the decision. So it's going to be interesting. I mean, uh, I had a noodle dish last night, so it was uh, like the first noodles I've had in a, in a month, right? You're going all in. Well, you know what? It's there's no reason to uh, really as long as you just watch what you eat. Like I, I'm noticing that, like just sitting around the house, I'm actually not even really making breakfast. Like I can just I just make a pot of co- nice coffee, like some some really nice beans. I grind the beans. You know, it's like a nice treat right you don't know it's better than tim hortons or whatever the shit you get during the week you know sure. so a couple cups of that and next thing you know it's 11 o'clock and then i'm thinking you know i don't need to eat right so i just kind of like do a lot of fasting i'm finding the past few days i've been fasting i haven't even really eaten breakfast or lunch i'll just go all day around the house 
uh, workout around this time, then by that time, you know, you're, you're getting hungry, a little lightheaded, then have a big dinner and then that's it, man. A couple of drinks. Right. So yeah, yeah. just coasting for now, but, uh, as long as we don't get into the Uber eats or start, start oh, yeah. ordering fucking pizzas every night, you know, <laughs> for sure. <laughs> <laughs> and the hour workout every day, you know, I don't think I'll be bad coming out of this. So how much, uh, how much social distancing are you planning on doing? I mean, you're still working, you work, uh, like you said, uh, public in a public facing, uh, role so yep. when do you think you're going to be sort of like relegated to your desk your your home desk i should say it's tough to say i tested my boss again today you know <clears throat> because um i saw actually on linkedin that one of my clients had shut down you know so i'm kind of like saying and, and a lot of the uh, i work in the construction industry right i won't give you specifics but i, I work for a supplier in the construction industry so i mean we're kind of caught in the middle right because Right now, that's one of the industries that's staying open, right? Guys are working outside. I don't even know. Safe to work outside, apparently. It's, yeah, apparently it's safe. I mean, if you're running a machine outside, um, obviously that's the best place to be. You're by yourself. You're used to a 10-hour day by yourself anyways. You know, just when your break comes, you just don't get out and uh, high-five anybody, right? Or have a fucking close quarter coffee with someone, right? So. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, I mean, we're kind of stuck in the middle. Some guys are shut down. Some guys aren't. Um, so it's going to be, uh, interesting, right? I think I'm, I think I'm still, I got a vibe that it's not going to change this week. You know, I was kind of thinking like if I took these three days off, um, it might get, get me to Monday. And then just because I don't really feel comfortable going, going into uh, different offices and stuff like it's the past couple of weeks, it's already been getting kind of spooky, right? Guys are saying, uh, you know, you're the only one still coming around. Um, some actually, they had the big uh, construction expo in Vegas last week, which was pretty weird timing. So just before it took off, um, all these guys got on a plane. Half, like half the industry went down to fucking Vegas, and now all the guys that that made it back. I mean, I'm, I'll, I'll, they all made it back, but they're all they're all self quarantining. Yeah, they gotta stick it out for two weeks. So half my clients are fucking at home, right? <laughs> what are you going to do? Like, it's crazy. And, uh, you know, a lot of them made the decision still to go down because it only happens once every three years. And yeah. it's like a big party, apparently. I've never that's been. Exa- that's exactly it. It has nothing to do with the fucking contacts and the business. It's all about the party. Oh, no. It's just, it's a huge party, right? And, and they go down and you check out new equipment and things like that. It's like any expo in Vegas, you know, is really just an excuse <laughs> to get down there. Isn't it? That's why they have the huge (laughs) convention center there, right? Like it's just to, you know, it obviously gets gets people there, boost tourism. I'm wondering, I'm wondering what. uh, I haven't talked about this on any other shows, but since uh, we know each other, I won't mince words. I wonder what this is all gonna look like when we come out of it. The sort of the professional landscape for guys who are in sales or guys who do public facing work or or uh, even hospitals, like. You know, we've, we've sort of like, we've talked about in our group chat, like with our buddies, how habits will have to change to mitigate risk for stuff like this in the future. Because we see very clearly now that the Fed is not equipped to handle this thing in a way that's, uh, you know, beneficial to the population. So now we're having to go into lockdowns and quarantines. People can't work. There's helicopter money, blah, blah, blah. What do you, what do you think, uh, as far as your profession, 
in the not distant future? Like, would you be would you be comfortable doing a teleconference sales call? For me personally, like having worked in retail before, especially like at the pawn shop, I would never be able to like read somebody over teleconference the way I could read them in person and understand like what they're really saying to me uh, about the product they have or the product they want. Um, I don't know. What do you, what do you think about that? You have more experience with it than I do. I mean, sales in general can be done over the phone. Um, it's obviously better in person. Every, you know, some people work in, in uh, call centers where they never, ever get to see anybody and they're selling cold calls all day over the phone. Yeah. Right? So, um, I mean, my industry is a little bit different because it's, it's not so much based on, um, selling and moving on it's a lot of repeat business it's you know so it's relationships that are built up over years and you know it's just like kind of like seeing your friends like you know talking is good over the phone but eventually you want to get together for dinner you want to get together for lunch you want to see somebody right um so it just kind of makes everything more enjoyable um but it's it's not gonna it's not gonna hurt hurt the sales industry right like it's and I mean, while it is, obviously the economy going down is and kind of grinding to a halt is obviously going to hurt yeah. the sales industry in general. But I mean, for mine, um, as, a, as a construction supplier, as long as, the, as long as there's projects going on, I mean, you, you're going to need materials. So, um, yeah, so I mean, it's, you, you, can, you can conduct the everyday through, through like the way we're doing right now, um, if it gets to it. I know a lot of the people I deal with, they're not technically like savvy, but they're probably going to have to learn, especially a lot of the older people. Yeah, for sure. You know, with gray hair, they're going to have to get used to this sort of thing maybe over the next few months. But uh, I think it's just going to be a lot of phone calls, to be honest. A lot of phone calls. I, I do I do all my work remotely anyways out of my vehicle. Like, you know what I mean? Like internet on the fly, laptops in the truck. I'm kind of like... Uh, like a moving battle station in that regard. So just to keep it from home and make calls is, um, I don't know, it's going to be interesting. I, I don't foresee it being an issue, but it's going to be, um, it's going to be a change. And I think it's just going to be um, the lack of scenery that might drive me crazy after a few months. Right. Let's, yeah. uh, let's, let's transition. You're right about all that stuff, but let's yeah. transition. Let's transition. Let's get away to something from work. A little away. more, little more flowery. So you're in quarantine. What the fuck are you doing to stay sane? What are you listening to? You, I know you're a big Spotify guy. You and me have made many a playlist over the years. Oh, yeah. uh, so what are you listening to for the next little while? Right now, um, since it hasn't been that long, I've just been listening to all the crazy podcasts that have been going on. So, I mean, you know, you have basically have every, every podcast, sports, uh, financial, um, like Joe Rogan, whatever, all, all your basic, uh, pastime podcasts. And they're all just, you know, talking about the same thing basically, right. And how it's affecting. So there's been a lot of content to listen to. Um, I had, I've had YouTube going obviously in the background while I'm doing shit, you know, vacuuming, whatever. Um, you have YouTube on while you're vacuuming. How can you hear it? Well, uh, I'm asking I, the hard questions, buddy. This actually, is a hard question podcast. That's that's a bad example. I'll have my <laughs> headphones in while I'm vacuuming. I'm sorry. I think I said that backwards. I'm watching. <laughs> I'm watching a lot of YouTube, right? Um, which is what I do normally. I don't watch a lot of actual TV outside of sports. That's the only reason I pay for cable is just to have sports. 
Other yeah. than that, I'm on YouTube watching whatever the hell I want. Um, I'm not big into like TV shows or anything like that. Not even Netflix. I could, I really don't, I really don't care. Right. So, but who knows, maybe I'll start watching more movies, but, um, just been, I've just been, you know, sort of, uh, organizing, cleaning the house a bit, doing, doing things around here that I've, I've kind of, uh, been meaning to get to, um, now working out here, um, just kind of chilling, right. Playing borderlands with you guys. Right. That's, that's really, three. isn't it funny that like, you know, I've had a PlayStation four since it came out <clears throat> and I can't tell you how many times I've even played it. Then you guys convinced me to get that game, and then all of a sudden this shit happens, and we're on it, you know, once every two days, a couple times even, a week, even, yeah, even, yeah. even every day almost. It seems like, um, and it's it's more just uh, for the social thing, right? Which yeah. I get why a lot of gamers, you know, kind of s- some you know hardcore gamers like really get into it and they like make friends they've never even met before and shit like that. I could totally see it now how that happens. I always kind of thought it was they were kind of weird, but I mean I get it. <laughs> this is uh this is a thing I'm going through right now with you guys for sure, but also after this, when when you and I are finished here, I'm gonna record the two whites and a blue podcast and Will and Mike come to my house every week. You know what Will and Mike are doing right now? They're in self quarantine because they've both been exposed, they think. Really? So yeah, so they can't come over. They're stuck at home. So we're gonna do the Skype thing for the first time in they six weren't months. In right? You'd let them come over anyways? Yeah, I trust those guys. If they want to come over and they were in self-quarantine, oh. yeah, they're not going to the gym or anything. Everything's closed. So unless they were really being stupid, I, I would yeah. imagine that they're taking care of themselves. Yeah, I mean, Mike's parents, Kenzie's parents as well, my my better half's parents are all uh, locked up because they just got back from vacation. So yeah, My parents too. Yeah. My parents are... Uh, they just, yeah, your parents just got back, right? Yeah, they decided to drive down to Florida and, you know... I literally was trying to convince them. I said, you guys are nuts driving down to Florida. Like, I don't get it. Just fly. It costs like, you know, 300 bucks each. Just zip a flight down there. And Yeah. From Buffalo. I'm so happy they didn't listen to me <laughs> because it's, they, it's, would, they wouldn't have been back. The times, the times we're living in, uh, guys I work with who are in management positions are saying the same thing that uh, you're saying. That, you know... If you had flown away, so I'll give you an example. A guy, a guy I work with who's a business development manager where um, where I'm employed was trying to go on vacation for March break with his kids. And so on Sunday, he was supposed to fly out to Mexico or Saturday, he was supposed to fly out to Mexico. He flies out and then he gets the order basically Sunday night uh, last week saying, you got to come home now. You can't stay away. And end up staying in like a Mexican hotel, not a fucking Ryu or a Sandals, wow. like a Mexican hotel uh, for a night and then going back to the airport the next day. Wow. Tough, tough, really tough. Yeah. So, so yeah, they're back. They're self-quarantined. So it's like, I think they're two days now into it. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, yeah, you know, I, I had to tell them. So I'm not, sorry, I'm not coming to visit you guys. <laughs> Fuck no. Fuck no. We can connect another time. Yeah. Okay, I Phil, mean, last, uh, last, last thing we'll talk about. Um, I'll let you go after this so I can uh, do the other show and get something to eat. Sure. I've asked everyone the same question at the end of the show. We're, we're living in new times. 
Uh, we've never had to do this before, especially people of our generation have never had to like uh, put themselves basically in a jail cell for more than a couple of days at a time. We're looking at the beginning of a four or five or six or longer week stretch here while this thing rides out. What is your advice to somebody who just now is coming to the realization that this is their reality? What would you tell somebody uh, is the best thing they can do to kind of keep themselves safe while also keeping themselves sane? You need to know thyself. You need to conquer your mind. You're in isolation, but you need to, <laughs> you need to conquer your own mind. Do not, it's going to be okay. Try to see the good things. Try to turn it into a good thing. Um, there's a lot of negativity on the internet. If you open Twitter, you're guaranteed you're not going to see one good thing on Twitter. So, I mean, if that's giving you stress, then don't open fucking Twitter. Delete it from your phone. Do what you got to do. Stay away from things. Self-improvement, right? Get some weights. Go for a run. Do those sorts of things. Um, those those things in general are probably going to be the key to this whole thing. It's just um, breaking it up because if you're sitting and you're stagnant, um, you're going to, you're going to fall into a depression and you don't want that to happen. Right. And that's just because the blood's not moving. Right. And you're not, you're not releasing the chemicals in your body. You're not mixing it up. So I would just say, yeah, try to keep a positive attitude. Don't focus on the negative things. Don't focus too much on the media because it's, there's a lot of it right now. And, uh, you know, make a commitment to yourself, act like a carrier, act like you have it. So be careful who you go around, try to limit that as best as possible. Try not to go at it at all if you can or, or, you know, and just buckle down. That's all I can say. It's good advice. Uh, do you want to give people a song you're listening to after you leave here that they can fucking tune into to enjoy uh, a quick three or four minutes? A song. Wow. Uh, you know, <laughs> fuck. Mm. Tough question. <laughs> Just go listen to Hell Deep Radio. Oh, fucking right. Oh, you fucking idiot. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go finish the one I just started while I was working out. That's good fucking workout music. If you don't know what to listen to while you're working out, go just go put on Hell Deep Radio and take care. Hell Deep Radio. That's it. Okay, Phil, you're done. Uh, can we get you back on in a couple of weeks when we're still fucking locked up? Yeah, I'll see if I can uh, pencil you in. And will I and will I see you on Borderlands later this evening? Borderlands? Yeah, probably. Pretty sure. Okay. God bless. Take care. <laughs>